Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Hey, uh, I heard you applied for that job. That dick grabbing job. And, oh boy. Hey, Joe. Yeah, Lenny. Uh, I hadn't had my dick grabbed in a long time. <laughs> you know what would really make my. <laughs> hey, what, what, Lenny, what do you, what do you think we're gonna make today? Yeah, somebody grab <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, that's, that's all great. I got. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode. Man, I feel like uh, I feel like I've been underground for a while, you know, under a rock. You ever get that feeling? Under a rock, Patrick Star style. Uh, yeah, Patrick Star style, just cut off from the rest of the world, like I've been locked away for nine years by my insane father. Damn, that's uh, that's really oddly specific. It's a very oddly specific feeling to be feeling at this exact moment when we started recording. It's it's really specific indeed, but you know what? Every once in a while, you, you get that isolated kind of feeling, and you don't really know what to do yourself. I don't know. Maybe just run out to the... Run out to the nearest bar. Nearest bar. <laughs> I mean, it's actually pretty similar to my life. <laughs> I've been crapped up in here for too long. Just going to make a sprint to the closest bar. Make a sprint to the closest bar. Uh, oh, man. I can't even imagine. Uh, so <laughs> let, let's, let's paint a picture. Let's paint a picture. Okay. Let's say that we're, we're, we're brothers, Jimmy. Let's say we're brothers. All right. And, um, you're gonna be my older brother. You're gonna be like I don't know. Let's let's say I'm your uh, daddy brother. Wait, what? Nine years my elder. Let's okay. say that 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 amount. And we're you know we're growing up. And right about the time that I am eight years old, uh, yes. our our dad comes to us and he's like Jimmy, Timmy, like yeah, dad, yes, papa, yeah. Uh, he's like the world is fucking done. We're <laughs> We got to hold out in the ground forever because there is no life left. The apocalypse has come and we need to wait for the end of time. But, but, but what about mama? Where's mama? She's not in the picture anymore. She left me a while back. She, I went out to get a pack of smokes and she left. <laughs> oh, uh, but, she's fucking but, gone. Don't, don't worry about her. We don't need her. We are going to hold out in the ground. Until the end of time. I mean, just basically forever. And uh, and then we and then we just sit and wait, right, Jimmy? Just just forever. Just wake up. I'm eight. I'm eight. You know, like you're you're uh you know you're sixteen, seventeen. Yep. And and we're uh, I mean, I guess we just play like the the sickest game of go fish that you've ever seen, right? <laughs> we just play and play you're and play. You're pretty good at it. I would I would think. You just yeah. get an inkling. Noah's uh, got a fucking queens. It's Noah. You gotta play queens. Uh, but eventually we we grow bored. You know, like we want to have a little bit of intellectual stimulus. We start talking to each other. Uh, and I come to you one day, Jimmy, and I'm like, Hey, you know, you're the oldest. I think that you might be able to shed a little bit of light on the subject. Oh, the light that's outside. We're in the cellar right now, where we spend our free time and sleep. 
You, yeah, you Jimmy, gotta go outside if you want the light. You, you always know best, and you know that we can't have the light. That's definitely that's definitely true. That's what Pop Pop says. So, do you think he's full of shit? What What do you mean? I mean, is there any possibility that maybe I don't know our dad is? I mean, he's he's, Yo- he's youngest brother. Youngest brother. Our life is shit. We wake up every day. We tend to the animals. We tend to the fields, and then we play f- fish. Go fish for the remaining four hours of sunlight before it gets dark and we have to go back to sleep. Why the hell would dad lie to us and tell us that this is the only thing left on the planet if that wasn't true? I mean, I don't know. I guess that does make a lot of sense. Like, he doesn't really have any reason to lie. He doesn't have anything to gain from it, right? I mean, I I can't imagine. I mean, like, since mom left him, he's been kind of lonely, that's the only thing that I could really think of. But, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a... Why would he be lonely? He has us. Exactly. I'm a good son. His six children. I come visit. You know, and go fish. He just wants us to be with him all the time, I guess. Just give us a <laughs> constant hug. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> you know. You know the routine. Vegetables, three to nine. Animals, nine to twelve. Hug Papa, twelve to three. Twelve to three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll be twelve to three. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to enjoy it a little too much though. <laughs> uh, Papa, can we go and play Go Fish? No, Papa's cold. We gotta continue hugging. It's not three o'clock yet. Keep hugging until three o'clock. It's on the agenda. We need Holy shit. of time. Yeah. So this, this psychopath father that lied to his six children uh, apparently had a motherfucking stroke, at which point one of the kids, the oldest, 25-year-old, thought, hey, I I don't even know what a stroke is. I have been ill-educated living on this fucking dirt farm, raising animals and growing vegetables for the past nine years. I'm just going to go out a limb and walk until I can find help. Hopefully there's still other people on the planet and we're not the only ones. Yeah. And he ended up in a bar, I guess, where people go when they need help. Yeah, uh, more reasons than one. That's totally right. It's just fantastic that in 2019 we're still experiencing stuff like this. This is, this is, this is just great. Oh, man. I, I've always been a fan of Bethesda Games. I love, oh, yeah. I love their Fallout franchise, and this is exactly what I thought of. Like these people are stuck in a vault, like they're right. they're down underneath the world. Except, you know, it's, the the big glaring plot issue here. It's obviously not the end of time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So when Tim and I first read the story, I thought because it says they were living in a cellar of this house. I thought they had just locked themselves down the cellar and were eating cans of beans yeah. for nine years straight. Yeah. But then when you read an article, that's not in fact the case. They were self-sufficient growing vegetables and had farm animals. So these kids clearly knew that the sun still rose and came down. The seasons came and went. Birds were still chirping. Yeah. There was still life on the planet, yet somehow they were still convinced that all the other humans died for some reason. I I don't know. Yeah, there was like, there's like a car going by or a plane flying over. <laughs> yeah. There. Hey, Papa, what's that plane? Uh, government. Yeah, it's a mirage. <laughs> They're all run by robots these days. <laughs> yeah. But it very well could be something like that. I guess in the most 
in the most cynical fashion. Maybe he's just one of those guys that's all about the time before. Uh, the way that things have played out were not how he wanted them to be. Things were better before Mama exactly. left. Exactly. Things were better before Mama left. And if Mama hadn't left, then we wouldn't have progressive political issues. Uh, the gays wouldn't be getting married. I don't know. You know, oh my God. whatever, whatever. Bush wouldn't have knocked down the towers. Not- you know, standard nuts and bolts politics. Yeah. The world's <laughs> uh, this guy <laughs> unfortunately wanted to take it out on his children. Uh, although I don't know. You got to establish culpability here. Is he at fault? Yes. I think that's easy. I think. It's easy to say that he is guilty for keeping his, his children sequestered the way that he did. What the fuck? I, I can't believe we're even thinking for a second that maybe it was okay. Well, the reason why is because, you know, if, if this guy legitimately believed that he's waiting for the end of time and the best course of action for his family or his children that he's still responsible for up until, I don't know, is does do the Dutch believe – that 18 is the age of, of consent or, you know, like legal adulthood. I don't know. Uh, I mean, once you bridge that gap, especially if the people are living with you constantly, I, I don't know, uh, you, you kind of have an authority over them until that point in their life. So the 16 year old, absolutely 100%, still certainly within the jurisdiction of the patriarch of the family. So if he wants to keep them in the house all the time, I don't know if he's necessarily outside of his legal right to do so. The 20, Most of them were adults. Exactly. The 25-year-old in particular, let's see, we had six children ranging from 16 to 25. Uh, so the 25-year-old and I guess however many others were beyond the age of consent in, in, uh, in, you know, in this legal jurisdiction – uh, probably shouldn't have been there. <laughs> None of them should have been there. Well, okay. So how do you explain communities like the Amish? And I'm not necessarily – if any Amish are listening. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're definitely not. If any Amish were listening right now, yeah, please don't don't, don't get butthurt about this. <laughs> but how is that any different from Amish communities? Like they're sequestered. They teach their children – they still ride their horse and buggy wagons into civilization, the shop at Walmart. Okay. <laughs> they haven't, they haven't lied to their kids and told them that the world's ended and forced them to live on an acre property and never leave. Yeah. I mean, they do. I mean, I guess, you know, on some level, it's actually exactly like the Amish. Oh my God. This guy's Amish. It's, it's similar. Holy shit. But the, um, the, like the, you're right about the geographical area, right? Like, if they're only living on an acre, is it substantially worse than making them wear uncomfortable woolen garb? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So something terrible like that, or uh, not being able to shave their crappy neck beards. You know, whatever. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to pick on the Amish too much because they're, well, for one, easy targets, and two, they're not really doing anything to nobody. So I, I don't know. Except for themselves. Much like this man. He wasn't doing anything to nobody except for himself. Well, but why do we recognize that as a singular entity? Like, if we are going to take up for the kids in this instance, why would we not take up for the kids in an Amish community? Yeah. Oh, I'm agreeing with you 100%. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is – it's kind of not right. You you broke my brain. (laughs) 
Uh, and then he said, now, now I feel bad. Now we got to go save the Amish. Yeah, I got to, I got to get out there and go to a bar because Jimmy's having a stroke. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's analogous, right? We can do that. <laughs> I think we need to stop the podcast and start driving towards Pennsylvania and save the Amish. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we got a pretty big Amish community in uh, oh Auburn, Kentucky, where um, where the wood shops at. Uh, there's a, a big old Amish community there. Big old, big old, big old, big old Amish community. Probably put they're gonna put your wood shop out of business. Those guys know wood. They do, but they don't have electrical machines. Oh, so it's expensive. Oh, it's, you're gonna cut them. You're gonna cut their prices. It takes them a long time, and also they're finishes well whatever well, that, that's neither here nor there <laughs> the amish finish of their woods inferior because yeah. they don't have access to advanced chemicals yeah that, that feels bad i'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> I, I, jesus i didn't know you were so fucking pompous against I, no, amish woodworkers i fucking like i, I like <laughs> the fact that they are primitive i think that's fantastic just like I uh, appreciate this family being primitive and like I've never heard of anybody throwing shade at Amish people for their fucking woodwork. Yeah, right. It's, this is the first time you're gonna hear that. <laughs> first and last time, never to be heard again. Yeah. Oh my god. Recognize where I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I've said a lot of controversial things, but I'm not backing down. The Amish. Not doing that. Yeah. Not- the Amish finishes shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their staining techniques are trash. Yeah. No, the state's fine. <laughs> oh my okay. god. Uh yeah, but that's pretty much like the Amish. Yeah, yeah, yep. But seriously I, though, like how responsible is the father for doing something like this? I I 100%. You know, I'm I'm really torn. I'm torn now because with this uh Amish analogy, I mean the Amish people are lying to their kids of why they have to live like it's year 1772 and not be able to use nice things. They probably tell them electricity's the devil or some bullshit that's not true. And if you really think about it, it's not that much different than telling nine, no, six kids that the world's ended and they have to live on this farm and they can't leave. It's, I mean, it's a little bit different, obviously, but it's not that much different. In the, uh, it's not much different it's really not in the information that you read the seven people were they 100 percent for sure beyond the shadow of a doubt biologically related we don't know okay because i'm seeing this here uh yeah but the maybe he maybe he stole the kids i don't know so there's a possibility that he straight up kidnapped these folks in that case it is wrong and that and not like the opposite and why but why why is it so much more wrong then what the kidnap kids? What? Do I have to explain why kidnapping's wrong, Tim? Well, but why is it not kidnapping by, based on what he's doing? Or it's like if you have the what? kid, then that you know it's like what? oh I, I changed the shit diaper one time. That means I can just like control them for the rest of their goddamn life. Tim, you keep playing contrarian so much back and forth. I can't keep up which side you're on. Just get to your goddamn point. I'm not. I that's the thing. I'm a fucking maverick. You you just keep flipping. Yeah. I'm you flipped like six times now. I'm a gymnast. You flipped so hard that I flipped, yes. and I don't feel like flipping back again. All right, cool. Now I got you on the side that I want to argue from. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like, okay, now that you agree, now that you agree that he's just as bad as the Amish, <laughs> let me make you flip back to the other case of what he did was wrong. That's right. Uh, okay. Uh, fuck it. I'm not doing it.
Uh, I think we have a pretty obvious silver lining here, though. That the guy had a stroke and the kid ran to a bar and was able to find help, and hopefully they will somehow be able to reassimilate with society and not have their fucking brains broken from the fact that they thought the world ended nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, uh, like, like, what's that one, what's that one Netflix show with the mole women? And there's... Uh. Uh, Unleashed, right? No. It, wait, un- unbreakable, yeah, unbreakable. Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. This is literally yeah. that, but real life. Unleashed is Jet Li. This <laughs> <laughs> is exactly like Jet Li. You just gotta keep working out every day, and you won't be able to be stopped or something. Oh my god. Unless someone shoots you with a blank bullet that isn't a blank bullet, then they'll stop you real quick. Uh, these kids also learned about good, hard old-fashioned labor, you know? I mean, yeah, they were self-sustainable for nine fucking years. So once the uh, global climate crisis goes in the full swing and we're no longer able to uh, rely on our uh, current infrastructure to live, these kids will be fine. They, They will, as long as they're not in some zone that's going to be flooded by the ocean, they'll, they'll do great. They're going to do totally fine. And even if it was flooded by the ocean, they seem to be able to know how to work together enough that – I mean, hell, they, they put up with their, their uh, you know middle-aged dad for nine years with no other human contact. What if what if the dad goes to jail and, and they decide, hey, we've, we've been living like this for the last nine years. Why don't we just stay at this house without dad and keep doing the same shit? <laughs> they just keep on doing it. Yeah, they're like, this, is, this works. Um <laughs> I'm going to go out and start fucking other people, though. Is that okay with everybody? Is that okay with everyone? Hey, we're not related. Yeah, but it's weird. We've been raised like we're related. Yeah, you okay, right. Yeah, that, yeah, see, that's what's kind of fucked up. Yeah, like uh, um, our, our modern uh, um, uh, pornographic culture is kind of skewed all of that. <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't want to talk about this. We've talked about it before. I don't want to talk it. about it. It'd be pretty it. awkward if uh, at the end of all this you found out that all the people you were living with – and that you were probably inadvertently fucking because there was nobody else left on Earth, and you found out that they were actually not biologically related to you. That'd be good. It's like you'd be slowly going insane, and then all of a sudden everything would be cool, right? Like that's how the that's how the mind works, right? I hope they weren't fucking. But yeah, nine years. I mean, no, they're probably fucking. No, I don't. I don't want to talk about that. They're probably fucking each other. No, no, man. Yeah, they're, no. Probably, they're probably like no. human centipede it up in there. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Just a big old, my. just a big old family choo-choo train, you know. <laughs> Speaking of family choo-choo trains, we are talking about John winning next. And that is a segue. <laughs> so his dad was – well, I, I guess his grandfather was the person who started uh, the Winning Group, uh, which is uh, an appliance company. It sounds like a company that fucking Donald Trump would have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Winning just, Group. No matter what this company right. does, it is winning. We're winning. We never lose. Ask all the people who we want against. They're the losers. <laughs> losers. Oh, yeah, it really does. God. It sounds like a Trump company. Uh, and this kid, uh, this kid, this guy, <laughs> this guy is older than me. And I'm calling him a kid. Uh, 35 a kid. year old, uh, is 
very, very Trump-like. He represents uh, what's wrong with at least the the elders of the millennial uh, generation. Uh, there, there's a lot of folks that, I, at least that I've talked to personally, that have uh, a conservative slant that will actively talk down millennials, despite the fact that they are one. That's called brainwashing. It's weird. It's like they've been brainwashed to hate themselves. Yeah, and this guy is calling millennials all kinds of shit. People are expecting more than what they put in. Some of the people coming in for interviews, their expectation of what they should be paid versus how much they're expected to work is just crazy. Yeah, coming from the dude that was handed a CEO position without any college education or experience in what he was doing. He even brags about how when he started, he had absolutely no fucking clue in what he was doing. Uh, he, he brags about that. He brags about it. Wow. Uh, wouldn't that be fantastic if you walked into your, a job interview for something that you were totally unqualified for? Yeah. And you were just like, hey, um, I'm here for the job. And like, do you know how to do the job? Which, I mean, everybody knows... Everybody that's our age is listening to this is like, well, yeah, that's the problem with the system, right? Like, Right. You have to have experience to get a job. Yeah, exactly. They won't give you the fucking job. Yeah. Here's this fucking schmarmy fucking asshole's fucking response to this. To put it in his own words, he knew nothing about technology, management, or even retail before taking on the leadership role. I like that. Or even retail. It's like, he, it yeah. ain't hard to get a retail job, bud. <laughs> yeah. He knew, so he knew absolutely nothing. And then boom, bada bing, he's the fucking CEO of the company making all the shots. And, and so the thing is, is that this doesn't get talked about in the article. And, and I'm assuming a little bit because I'm not a CEO, but so this company was already up and running. It was already a successful business that got handed to him. So he didn't have to put up the infrastructure. So once he became a CEO, he had a bunch of fucking ass kissing assholes that were probably higher up managers in the company that were basically telling him step for step what he needed to do to be successful. Probably of like, Oh yeah. So this is what I do. Because I actually have a job that has responsibility, and this is what I take care of. And so you need to know this about that. And so, I don't know. I, I just have no respect for him. Yeah, they have to suck up to the nobility. Exactly. So they suck up to him and like, let me tell you everything you need to know. He's like, oh, oh, cool. I'm so fucking smart. I'm fucking killing it. Yeah, this, this piece of shit has been around for 35 of the 113 years that the company has been around. So, hmm. He definitely had nothing to do with its inception, definitely had yeah. nothing to do with its its growth, and now that he's ultimately gotten to the point where he can make a mark on it, uh, I think he's – what was the name of the, the – it was like Appliance Online or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. so his, cra his crazy innovation for this company, he goes on to say that basically there was no website – for this yeah. company when he took it. Pretty so we, his brain genius idea was, what if we had a website? Well, that's also, in all possibility, like that, that in all likelihood, uh, it might be one of the people on the board of trustees or one of the other people that are advising him because obviously they're not going to let him make choices as soon as he's implemented as a CEO. Uh, right. Despite having the title. Uh, they're all like, hey, uh, the online sector looks like it's booming about now, and uh, eBay's been killing it for the last 10 years, so why don't 
we just start selling things online. And, and then he like, goes, oh, uh-huh. yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that. I have a I'm great idea. Into it. Yeah, this this piece of shit's like, oh, yeah, you fucking millennials. They're few and far between. Good millennial workers are shitty. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they, they go through the training two months, and then they're already asking for more money. Yeah, asking for a promotion or more money. It's like, yeah, well, it could be the fact that you're paying in pennies. Right. Like, what a surprise. Eight dollars an hour. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we couldn't figure out the figures of what he actually pays his employees, but, uh, Tim and I's employees, as workers in, in the general workforce understand that most people in this economy are underemployed. So maybe it's some of these people took a position they were overqualified for just to get in the company. And then, you know, maybe two months later, they're like, hey, I can do this job real fucking easy. What if I did a different position that paid better? Yeah. I need money. Yeah. Could I, could I be? Please. Please, because that's, yeah, that's kind of how our society works. They, they throw out some bullshit statistics in the article that we're reading from The Pedestrian. Uh, none of them really make a whole lot of sense, uh, at least the way that they're describing them. Uh, but they do have the general outline, or the, it sounds like they are somewhat true. <laughs> yes. One of which uh, they mentioned from Millennial Career, uh, more than half of millennials would prefer to make $30,000 at a job they love than work a job they hate for $100,000. Do you think that's true, Jimmy? I don't, I don't know how to make a hundred thousand dollars. I don't, and I, and I, and I, and I, I make around the thirty thousand dollar mark. I make a little bit more than that, but closer, way more close to the thirty thousand than a hundred thousand dollar mark. And I don't love my job, so I have neither. Yeah, I think that that's probably a lot more accurate. Uh, A lot of people say I'd love to make thirty thousand dollars at a job I love, knowing that that's a realistic sum. Because if everybody was making $100,000, then we'd all be a part of a, a privileged class that we are absolutely 100% certainly not part of currently. We, we would all just do that. Yeah, so it's if like – that was like an option, if it was just like, like two buttons, like would you like the $30,000 job you love or the $100,000 job you hate? It's like, uh, that's hard. Let me take this button. Yeah, it, and it is hard. Uh, and that's what's kind of fucked up and shows the this this cruel situation that capitalism is going to play on you. Like even if you're making a hundred thousand dollars, you know you you could be sacrificing your time, your health, uh, a, a myriad of other resources that you have a limited amount of in your life, and you're going to be trading it for numbers. And you're never going to get to the point that you're going to be a John Winning. That's for sure. Not nope. unless not unless you're already a John Winning. There's a possibility that you could be. Uh, a Joe months. losing or that's uh, yeah. not doing so well. Uh, and I'm not saying that because it's like, oh, well, you know, everybody in this day and age, you could be an entrepreneur if you want to. Like, I mean, like if you want to quit it, drop everything, work your ass off in order to try to not have a boss, then it's possible. Are, are you going to be a John winning? Are you going to be uh, the grandfather of John winning? I guess would be a more applicable comparison. It's not likely. Uh, and, to to encourage people to believe that this pull yourself up by your bootstraps American dream is a realistic potential outcome of hard work is just it's just lying to them and it's well, fair. Yeah, it's fucking stupid because no matter how many entrepreneurs a society has, you're still going to need people to pick up tra- trash on the street corner. You're still going to need firefighters. 
You're still going to need policemen. You, everyone can't just be some self-employed fuckity fuck. You're still going to have to have people to run the cogs of society. Well, run the cogs of society. I mean, but that, that's the funny thing. Like this John Winning guy, what is he actually doing to assist society? Like, dude, he, what function does he play? He made a website. He made a website. Whoa! Why don't we incentivize shitty jobs? Why in the world are, are people not getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to be in waste management? Because society's very sad. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, I, I mean, I think everyone deserves a living wage, but you know, that that's just me. Yeah, that's just me. It's like it's as if uh, intelligence or uh, business prowess was not its own reward. Uh, instead, you have to constantly reward your noble class so that they can continue to bestow us with these gifts of intellect and innovation that they would otherwise, I guess, withhold. If they weren't being paid these fantastic sums of money, it's ridiculous. What a ridiculous thought. Yeah, game's rigged, man. Game's rigged. Man, I tell you what. Silver lining, though, no joke. Guy's haircut is shit. Looks like fucking dog shit. It is bad. It is bad. And he put, like, he looks like, uh... Looks like it's being held up with fucking grease. Yeah, it's it's like that hard kind of, like, uh, 90s gel. You know what I'm talking about? That you'd use to, like, spike your hair up. But then he tries to like swoop it back, and he just uses his fingers instead of a comb. Yeah, exactly. And, and his head's the shape of a goddamn fucking light bulb. Yeah, it is. He's got. I hear banging pants. <laughs> That's the dog. She likes to lick her food bowl when it's empty. Oh, give her more food, Jim. No, she's had her food for the day. She gets fed once in the morning and once at night. If you feed her more, she'll get fat, and no one will love her. Well, if you don't feed her, you could always sick her on the next electrician that comes and works on your apartment. You like that? That's a segue. That was pretty good. Yeah, we're talking about a lion that was recently unleashed on a Pakistani man for demanding his wages. That's exactly what we're talking about. So imagine your – what's your dog's name? Sasha. Sasha. So a uh, guy comes in to work on your washing machine. I don't know. And uh, he's like, uh, hey, uh, I know that you asked me to work on your washing machine and I am an uh, independent – uh, I'm an independent contractor, you know, and I was trying to be nice. I didn't, I didn't ask, I didn't have a contract up front. It was my fault, but, uh, I, I'd like you to, I'd like you to pay me what you owe me, you know, like it's, it's time to go. Like I fixed your washing machine. Uh, can I have my money? You know, can I, can I have my money, please? Mr. Jimmy? Oh, can you, you, you want, you want me to pay you? Yeah, yeah. Could you, oh, why is your dog growling at me? Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. That's just a cl- closet growling at you, which is also where I keep, keep my wallet. So let me okay. open the, oh, I'm going to open the closet. Oh, 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 oh. Oh my god, it's fucking biting me. It's biting me! It's biting me right behind the knee! What the fuck? My ACL's getting all ripped up and shit. Ah! This is terrible! Why didn't you just pay me what you owe me, you dick? Why pay you when I have to pay for this dog with food? Keep you out. What's, well, you got clinking stuff too now. Sorry, that's a glass. <laughs> oh, so you're a lot of clink shit, but I can't. I, I'm not sicking my glass on people, you know. It's 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 a little more reasonable. That We're trying to raise everybody's glass conscience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all. Uh, be aware that uh, ice cubes in glasses can cause a ruckus. Yes. And also, dogs that attack people who work on your appliances. Yeah. 
but it's, like no, no joke the, the, the in in the story so this guy had a pet lion for some reason and <laughs> he let it loose on some dude because he didn't want to pay his electrician yeah so the only the only backstory that we get for this a caretaker of a religious place uh here in and where exactly is this pakistani it's uh it's, it's just it's Pakistan. Oh, Punjab province. Uh, so in the Punjab province, uh, unleashed his pet lion on an electrician for demanding wages. So religious place. What what kind yes. of religious place? What kind of caretaker of a religious place would have a pet lion? I don't know. Can you imagine just go, rolling up to church on Sunday and it's like, yep, there's our pastor, uh, Pastor John, and his uh, – Pet grizzly bear. Yeah. Yep, just always here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, calm, calm down there, Tino. We, we, we don't need to get up. And calm down there, up. Tino. I, I think he's uh, speaking in tongues, everybody. Listen up. Listen yeah. up. Oh, God is proud with our message. <laughs> no, the caretaker. It's not even like a pastor. It's not. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem like someone who is in a, a particularly honorable position. Guy that trims the bushes, like, yeah, that's my pet fucking lion. What of it? Yeah. Oh, well, he's also asking for the wages in particular. So I would imagine that he would be like some kind of like manager of the place. Like caretaker is, it is probably a prestigious position, at least in this instance. <laughs> and how do you have a lion if you're not prestigious, <laughs> right? You can't just like be a random dude and be like, oh yeah, I got a pet lion. Like, yeah, man. Not- Where's your lion anything. at? Pet lion does nothing except for bite electricians. Are lions even native to fucking Pakistan? I... <laughs> Do lions even come from there? Uh, let's let's check it out. I thought lions came from Africa. It says lion. Uh, uh, no, they don't live there. Where the fuck do you get a goddamn lion? They, they're shipped there. Said they uh, survived in the territories of Pakistan up until the mid-1800s, and the last of them was believed to be killed in 1842. Damn. Uh, so, yeah, they've been gone for a while. Yeah, their presence there involves uh, them being shipped there for consumption by <laughs> caretakers. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. That's what it says? Uh, no, it, it just – it doesn't say literally caretakers. but Just for consumption. Uh, yeah, for uh, whoa. Yeah, for you know, to, to keep his pets. Oh, that kind of consumption, not like eating. Um, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Oh man, I wonder what lion tastes like. Probably, Probably tastes really like any other kind of cat. Wait, what? What's that mean? I don't. Know. Do you know what the, You know what that tastes like? Uh, what if I said yeah? I mean, I know other people that have eaten cat. I just didn't know you ate cat. No, I haven't eaten cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I know someone who ate cat. Jesus. Said it, was, said it was good. It wasn't in the United States, so everyone can calm down. Yeah, take it easy. It, yeah. It was in a different place. Uh, and I'll, I don't think he knew it was Cat at the time either. Anyways, he that's not. That's neither here nor there. What? He got surprised? Like somebody tricked him? I think so. I think he got told it was Cat afterwards, but he hates cats, so he's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they just <didn't> <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So this guy's a gangster, right? Like, he's got a. Uh, he's like caretaking this religious place um which is basically just a gangster hovel right and this guy is an electrician uh but what electrician actually is is a bookie and he's got his pet lion which is actually his thug buddy (laughs) yeah he's like (laughs) he's like hey lion 
Why don't we not pay this electrician? Yeah, why don't we not pay this electrician? <laughs> hey, maybe we should bite the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, let's bite the fuck out of him. <laughs> oh, man. So this guy is is being prosecuted, uh, rightfully so, uh, under Section 324 of the Pakistan Penal Code, which uh, we looked up is pretty much assault and battery under Pakistani yes. law, uh, which includes uh, by means of any animal. Hmm. So I, hmm. I think it means uh, by means of any pet lion. Yeah, I, or maybe dog too. Maybe if your dog bites somebody, instead of putting the dog down, they punish you. Like, hey, you should have taken better precaution with your doggo. This guy, I think that electrician might have been asking for it too, though. Like, imagine, imagine that you are going to work, and it's payday, and you look in your bank account to find that sweet, sweet increase, that little uptick, oh, a nice little, a little package you used to spend on all the good things, and it's mm-hmm. not there. It's not there. And for whatever reason, maybe somebody fucked up, I don't know, but you're going to go to your boss. So you go up to your boss's office, and you knock on the door, and he's like, yep, and you walk in, and uh, you're about to be like, Oh, uh, Mr. Boss, uh, my paycheck was a little short, but right before you get out this last word, out from behind the desk, just waltzes this, I don't know, fucking fill-in-the-blank scary animal. It doesn't really matter what it is. What What is this, some 80s action flick yeah. where they have, I don't know, jaguars on a leash or... Yeah. Some random exotic animal just near them at all times. Yeah. It's like a fucking Batman villain. This guy knows exactly what he's getting into. And you ought to know what you're getting into as well. It's like, oh, my paycheck, paycheck's short. And then he, like, I don't know, makes like a clicking noise with his tongue. And then the, the fucking lion just rolls out from behind the desk. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, I'm going to get to biting. And uh, if you don't just immediately get the fuck out of there... You kind of, I mean, you kind of asking for it, right? Like, you know what's maybe, about to happen. Maybe. Like, this guy could be like, oh, well, I didn't know my lion would bite him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a friendly lion. Yeah, it never bites me. <laughs> <laughs> Is your feral dog friendly? Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be uh, frothing at the mouth. It's a little odd. Oh, man. Do we have a silver lining for this guy? The silver lining, so we didn't, haven't gotten to this part yet. So what happened, so this dude was getting mauled by the lion. He got uh, scratches on his face and arm, and he was screaming for help. And passerby saw this happen. So this happened out somewhere in public where people could easily see this happen. And passerbys went and saw a dude getting mauled by a lion and stopped the lion from mauling him. <laughs> I have to say... That if I saw some dude getting mauled by a lion, I'm calling 911 and he would have been dead before the police got there. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, if unless it's friends or family, I'm not going up to save some stranger from a lion that's actively mauling them. I just, I, I don't know how to stop a lion. Well, even if it is friends or family, like, like you just said, if you don't know how to stop it, What's the point in trying to intervene? I would throw rocks at it or something stupid. Yeah, like do something far away. Like don't don't try to like get in there and be like, hey, maybe if I use my arm as a crowbar, I can lever its mouth open. <laughs> I know what I have to do. I have to get in between both parties and put my arms out 
and then yeah. <laughs> separate the two, and everything will be great. You could start like kicking it or something, but even then, like anything besides just like trying to poke it directly in its eyeball, I don't know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's a fucking lion. It's a big exactly. cat. You can't you can't beat a big cat. They're they're like fast and super strong and agile. Like <laughs> they they have uh, instincts and stuff. Instincts. <laughs> yeah. How do you stop instinct? It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. You gotta have like a gun on you. And in Pakistan, I don't know if you can. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know if that's a thing, but damn, like I don't don't get in there. You know, I'd, I'd probably jump in immediately. I'd probably make some big mistakes. I think we both would probably make some mistakes if we had our friends and family get attacked by a lion. Yeah. Yeah. We'd probably get attacked by a lion, too, at that point. And then somebody else would have to help. And eventually, the lion can only bite so many people. You know? That's that's how you put an end to it. That's that's how you solve the situation. <laughs> Until it gets full? Yeah, it's like, oh. It's like not gonna, hungry anymore? Yeah, I ate enough hands and feet. I'm done. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take a cat nap now. You know, a little cat nap, and then later I'm going to throw up a bunch of knuckle bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yep. That is great. It's almost as amazing as calling the police to tell them about your stolen marijuana. Yeah. Wait. Did we do a silver lining? Yeah, he got saved by the passerbys. Oh, yeah, he's totally saved. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. good deal. It's the best of a horrible situation. Yeah. Well, moving on then. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> yeah, let's, pretty uh, good. let's just call the cops. Why not? Yeah. Cops, um, my uh, thieves' kit tools that I used to break in the houses were stolen. Can you go find my thieves' tools? Yeah. Uh, could, yeah, I, I'm... I'm out of luck here. Uh, I don't really know who else to turn to. I don't know. I can't make money if I can't break into people's homes. Yeah, I've got this. Uh, I've got this radar detector, and uh, yeah, this valet stole my radar detector. So if you could just like find it, that would be great. <laughs> You're still clinking, Tim. I'll fight you. Yeah, I'm still clinking. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying not to clink. I was, like, spinning around my ice cube. <laughs> what the fuck, Tim? Of course that's going to clink. I didn't think it was making that much noise. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to... my Okay, I'm going to put it over there. Boom. Can you hear it? Touch it. Can you hear it? Not right now. Hear it? Okay, cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, uh, Mr. Police Officer, someone stole my lion. Uh, well, have you had it bite anybody lately? <laughs> <laughs> it was hungry. It probably ran away. <laughs> I had a kid yeah. once and it ran away. I gotta keep it hungry. That way, if the electrician comes, it'll bite him. Oh man, this what what a dope! Like this guy is calling uh, the police to find his stolen marijuana in Florida. Yeah. yeah, his roommate stole his marijuana, and he thought the best course of action was to narc out his friend and call the police to go and do something about it. Yeah, and he calls nine one one. They answer, they go, that's not a reason to call. They hang up, and he keeps calling back over and over again. Wow. But he he won't give up. He didn't get the message the first time, and he just keeps calling back. Yeah. He's like, hey, uh, first time was like, uh, hey, uh, so my roommate, he, like, he stole my weed, and I'd really like you to, uh, to, to get on his ass, you know, bust him, officer. And he's like... 
tell him to give my weed back. That'd be great. You know, I can't do it because he's got a lion and he doesn't, he's not going to let me have it back without that lion biting me. So if you could just like jump in here and help out, that would be great. And the cops are like, uh, dude, you know, weed's illegal, right? And he's like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but still, could you like help me out? Like, could you? Yeah. But he bump? stole it. You're the police. Yeah. It's, don't you go after dealers? Yeah, you go after uh, your, your, like, protections of private property. That's the entire point of police officers, right? Like, that's what you do. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, but only for rich people that actually have legal private property. Uh, yeah. Everybody else, uh, you know, fuck. You're on your own, kid. Yeah, and if we find you with that private property in the city of – or in the county of Dade in Florida, then uh, we're going to burst your ass and you're going to – take you to the schlammer and he's like okay and then they hang up on him and then a couple minutes later he's like hey my roommate still hasn't given my weed back is there any possibility that maybe you guys have changed your mind since our last conversation hey hey you guys want to help me out my weed is still stolen i still need help yeah i would please still like to get reasonably and responsibly high if you could just do that for me, that would be great. <laughs> so yeah, a long time ago, this guy should have enacted the the regularly forgotten about law of Omerta, right, Jimmy? Like this fucking like mafia Italian crime family kind of law where if somebody does wrong by you, then you have to you have to be able to take care of yourself and your family without the law. You gotta like go in there, and if you have a lion, it makes it a lot easier. But you gotta right. go in there, and you gotta just you gotta fucking rob your, or you gotta steal your weed right back. Exactly, unless he's bigger and stronger than you, in which case it's not your weed anymore. Sorry, kid. Yeah, you lost. Or it's already been consumed. That's kind of hard to get back. Yeah, it's also yeah. Put all the smoke back in it. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, <laughs> stuff it back in. Bloop 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 bloop. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the only way the story makes sense is if the guy was already high when he yeah. decided to call the police about it. Because from any other point of view, it, he should know damn well that this is not a legal matter and you can't go about solving un- illegal matters through the legal means. Unfortunately. Man, I've... I've known some dopes before. I mean, it, it, it's very possible that uh, yeah. this guy just simply had no idea what he was doing, no idea what the ramifications yeah. of calling the police officer and telling them that he has an illicit substance. It, yeah. It's, there's no forethought, you know? Maybe he's got some brain damage. I don't know. It's a possibility. We won't judge him for it. Yeah. He's okay. He's going to be all right. And I don't think they actually pursued him, right? No. Yeah. yeah so Stop calling. Yeah. yeah, so the silver lining of this story is the fact that the sheriff didn't file any charges against him and just told him to stop calling about his weed. Yeah. So Did I think that's the best of a situation, and the, the cops definitely could have been way bigger dicks about it. Yeah. They, do you think that there's a possibility that he was just prank calling them? I don't know. Maybe. Because even if they followed it up, they, they would have had to been like, hey, you know, like he has to have actual weed on him in order for us to be able to do anything about it. Yeah, possession's 90% of the law or whatever the fuck that saying is. Yeah, so he doesn't have it, then... <laughs> yeah, no evidence. Yeah, there's nothing they could pursue. Yeah, 
It's like walking up to, you know, walking up to cop and being like, man, I'd really like to have some weed right now. Do you know where I could find weed right now? Like, <laughs> oh, no, uh, I don't know anything about that. Can't, can't arrest you because you obviously don't have any on you currently. Exactly. Even though you're seeking it, like intent to intent to possess is not necessarily a, a yeah. crime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like that 58 year old from the first story and in, intent to possess six killed kids is a lot different than possessing six kids that's right it totally is <laughs> beautiful does, well well does that bring us to time jimmy that brings us to time so on that note everybody if uh, you all are interested in getting in contact with us you can do so by emailing us at cynic empowerment at gmail.com we would love to hear from you there you can also tweet at us on the twitter at cynic empower me one or you can like us on facebook at cynic empowerment and send us a message through there we would love to hear from you. If you are listening through any kind of listening app, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever, please like, review, and subscribe to the show. It helps other people find it, and it means a lot to us. That it does. We would sincerely appreciate it. Oh, man. And if you don't, we're going to stick our pet lion on you. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yep. Uh, yep. Yep, that, that, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's all, what we're going to do. That's all the thing we're going to do. And don't go calling the cops about it because intent to not get bitten by a lion is not necessarily a crime. Exactly. And uh, the lion is uh, filled with weed, so the policeman won't respond. That's how we get around the law. If your lion is filled with weed, it's illegal, and they won't respond to lion attacks. We keep our lion real high. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a happy he's a happy. Oh my god! Do you remember when Snoop Dogg became was it wait was it Snoop Lion when he well, started like, doing reggae for a while, right? Yeah, dude. Now that's a real high lion. That's super high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I haven't listened to Snoop Dogg in a while. I don't think I've ever listened to him. Oh really? Yeah. He's um. He's had quite the career. Uh, it's crazy to go back and look at him in like the early 2000s and stuff like that when he first started coming on the scene. Or maybe, yeah, I think it was the early 2000s when he first came on the scene. He looks like such a baby. Yeah. I, I like, know that uh, Gin and Juice song. I like that one. Oh, that's yeah. Well, so you've listened to it. You lied to me. I, that's the one I know. Okay. Well, I guess in that case it doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, Show's over. Show's over. You were done. We're done. Stop listening. Why are you still listening? Yeah, get out of here. There's nothing else for you. Go go away. Hit the like button or the upvote button or give us some stars. Yeah. Where, where do they give us stars at? I don't know. I think it depends on the app. I, I'd like some gold stars in the mail, actually, but I don't want to tell you where I live. Gold stars? Some of you guys could be creepy. Yeah. There's a real possibility of that. I want to get a P.O. box one day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.